Hello, everybody. It's really good to be here this afternoon. I'm really surprised that Daniel was able to say my last name with no issues. Your Spanish is really good, actually. I'm, I'm surprised about it. Uh, it's really good to be here. Um, thank you so much for the opportunity uh, of being here on, on such a special day as today uh, that we can be all together. It's, I, I was uh, uh, talking just a few minutes ago that it's, uh, it's for, for people like us that we have our family so far away, at the other side of the world, actually. It's, um, being here is like uh, being able to be with our families uh, again. So that's, that's, that's really nice. It's the same feeling of uh, being back with the family. So really happy of uh, being able to be here. OK, so I will start my, my uh, watch, because what I have to share with you today Originally, when I made this, last 40 minutes. So I condensed this to just 15 minutes. So we'll be, I will try to speak really quick. I, I, I need to uh, warn you that my English is so much better on Fridays because I've been working and talking English all the week. So it's really, really nice. And it's like a British English, a cup of tea and bread and butter. And it sounds like that. It sounds really good. But my worst English is on Friday afternoon because I've been talking on Spanish all the weekend. So... I will do my best. Probably to calibrate will take 14 minutes. So the last minutes of this message will be really clear and you will enjoy it a lot. Okay, so what I want to do is to introduce you my, my dad. I think I, uh, we have a picture in one of these screens. Oh, there it is. Juan Contreras is my dad. He is uh, really far away in, in, in Chile. This is the last time that we was together in our holidays in, in Chile. We're trying to go one time per year to Chile to see our family. Uh, we don't know when we will be able to see uh, our parents again. But we trust in God that uh, will be his will and we will be able to hug them again uh, soon. So we, we trust. So shout out to my dad. I will share this stream with him so he will be able to sit. Not now because it's 4 a.m. in Chile. <laughs> so probably, yeah. But as soon as the sun rises there, I will share the, the, the streaming with him. He will be really happy. I love you, Dad. Happy Father's Day. Um, okay, so uh, I want to share with you Romans 8, um, verse 15, that says, The spirit you receive does not make you a slave, so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you receive brought about you adoption to sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. Abba, Father. Abba Father have a really deep meaning that sometimes we don't realize about that meaning. Is Daddy. It's from the Aramaic. Well, it's difficult for me to pronounce that word because in Spanish it's Arameo. It's really easy. But Aramaic, uh, Daddy. That means a close relation between a son and a father. Okay, that's Abba Father. And we, sometimes we read it and we say, ah, yeah, Abba Father, and we move on. But actually it's really important and really deep the meaning, and this is what I want to share with you um, this afternoon about daddy, okay? So that, that's uh, meaning. So um, I grew up in a really traditional church, okay? So it was a small church, a Methodist church in Chile. And I grew up there, and uh, it was a really nice place to grow. We learned a lot, and it was uh, a really nice place. It wasn't too big. It was a small, a small church. We were 60 or 70 people there. So everybody know each other. On, on, in, in church. And actually, um, when it's a small church, you have different characters 
in church because everybody knows each other. And I always remember uh, a lovely lady at, on, 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 in this church in Chile. Uh, her name was Ida. That was her name. Um, she was an, an elder, and she loved to sing. And one of the things that caught me, my attention about her is all the passion that she put when she was singing. Okay? So she understood worship. doesn't matter if it was um, old songs or new songs. She put a lot of passion on what she was doing during the worship. And uh, the only issue is when she sings, sounds like a, hallelujah! <laughs> sounds like that. That, that's, that was the only problem. But even if she doesn't have the most nice of the voices, you, when she was singing, she do it with so much passion that you can feel the presence of God in that place. Because she put love and she understood. And sometimes it could be a really silent uh, song, but she feel really deeply in, uh, when she was singing. So and when, uh, in each service, we were expecting for, for, of her to sing because you can feel the presence of God. We get used to it to her voice, but you, we, we, we can feel the presence of God in that moment. So she truly understood how important is worship. Okay? Now, on these characters, we also have uh, some um, people in church that think that ah, worship is not really important. Actually, they jump all the worship in, during the service, and they get to church in the moment of the message. Because they say, ah, worship is not important, it's for young people, so they go straight to the message, because for them the message was the, the important thing. So they didn't understood how important is worship, and that our relation with God is a two-way relation. Okay, so it's us giving our worship and getting back from Him the uh, message to our lives. Okay? Otherwise, it's just one-side relation. We only ask for message. So we come, become this uh, sheep of, uh, bless me, give me, <laughs> tell me, like sheeps. Uh, but no, we, we are designed to worship God. It's so important to create this in intimacy with God and be able to, um, to, to praise Him. So we give Him worship and we get a message for our lives uh, back. Search for, um, I, I put this on notes, otherwise I will get uh, quite confused. Search for God's blessing not always brings intimacy. But intimacy with God always will bring blessings to our lives. So it's uh, really important that um, we need to understand what the worship is. doesn't matter if you are not the great singer, but the worship is really important. And I will explain to you a little bit why. Probably you can't see this page on, on the screen, but... What says here is, Papá, te quiero mucho y quiero que estar a tu lado por siempre. Estarás conmigo en mi mente y mi corazón. Te quiero mucho, Nehuen. You understood that? <laughs> Probably not. So it says, Dad, I love you so much. I, know, I want that you know that you will be always with me in my mind and in my heart. I love you, Nehuen, my son. That's really cute. Yeah. So this paper is from uh, a while ago. I promise don't embarrass them, so I, I will jump to the next. So uh, he um, made this paper uh, a while ago, and I keep it on my side uh, bed in the light table there because it's really important for me. Now, if you, pay, if you find this paper somewhere, probably you will take them and, and put them in the rubbish bin because that doesn't mean too much for anyone else. But for me... It's really, really important. Why? Because this is the way 
that my son shows his love to me. Okay? So, for somebody else, probably it's not important, but for me, it's really important because the paper itself is not important, really. Actually, have some homework at the other side. <laughs> that is, haven't been done, so, no. So, the, the, the paper is not truly important. What is important is the, the person that made it and the attitude behind it, okay? That he, with his few words, he put there what, what was his feeling to me. So for me, it's a really high value. It's really high value. Probably you could say, no, I, worship is not nice, or I'm not a good singer. But for God, it's really, really important. Doesn't matter if it's uh, Picasso or a really nice drawing. Could be few words and will be really, really, or, and is really, really important to God. So your worship is really, really important for your attitude and for who you are. So then, then it's when we come back to this um, daddy figure. I remember when uh, my kids was really young, was babies, and they uh, made their few, uh, first words. We was talking with my wife a few nights ago, and I, I, I was sure, I could be really sure that their first words was papa, which is that. But my wife wasn't, was against that, and she said, no. It was many other words, but not papa. But I, I, I keep in my heart that it was Papa. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and all of us, that we, the people that is a father or a mother, they, they will agree with me that uh, when they say Papa, you melt your heart, fill your heart with love. So you are not expecting that a baby of two or three years old will say, Oh, Almighty Father, that you feed the world with this lovely and healthy salmon. Thank you so much for this dinner. No, just a papa is enough to melt your heart. Again, because it's from who is coming and the intention behind it. It's not the lower elaborated words. So don't expect that uh, God will be there waiting for a, a elaborated um, pray uh, for him. Just your few words, what you are feeling in your heart to your daddy, to your Abba Father, is enough to melt his heart and to fill his heart with love. Okay? So, even if it's a papa full of food or chocolate in your hands, <laughs> doesn't matter. You will hug him. You don't say, ah, no, you're too dirty, so go away and clean yourself and then came back. Doesn't matter how you are, how dirty are your hands, daddy will be always there for you. Doesn't matter how dirty are your hands or where you've been. Always, you, uh, you will receive this hug uh, from your daddy, from God. Um, I always say that um, Australia is the country of appointments and bookings. So I remember the first night that we was here in Australia, I take my family and say, okay, let's go for dinner tonight. And we was for 20 or half an hour looking, uh, searching for a restaurant around Launceston because we didn't make a booking. Because where I came from in Chile, you have... All the restaurants open, and they were trying to fit you in a, in a table with no issues. But here, you need to do appointment for everything, which is really good. So with the people that I work with, I, I tell them, uh, always remember that people that need to meet with us need to do an appointment. Okay, so that's, that's really important. And I like it now, because it helps to distribute the, um, your time. 
during the um, during the day, and uh, and sometimes on um, really busy uh, and really busy meetings, and I have this uh, my phone in the table, and I can see that uh, there is people calling me, but I don't pay attention to the call because I give the priority to the person that is that made the appointment and booking with me, and I and and, and I stay there, except. Well, for my wife, first of all. I'm Latino, <laughs> so I need to confess that. But my wife is always there. <laughs> but, but the second one, guess who? These guys, my kids. They, they don't need an appointment to, to meet with me. So every time that they give me a call, I run, pick up my phone, and I answer. Even if I'm in a really busy meeting with the board or, or a part of an executive team. So we are sometimes on with meetings with other side of the world and things. But even with that, if I'm in that meeting really serious, uh, my phone says, no when? <laughs> uh, sorry guys, I need to take out an important call. And I move to another side of the room and say, hey, no when? Como estas? How are you? I would translate it. <laughs> and I went, uh, yeah, good, that, uh, good question. Yeah, yeah, are you okay, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. What if there is a fight between Hulk and Spider-Man? Who wins? <laughs> Hulk, obviously, duh. <laughs> ah, yeah, I thought the same thing. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> and, and, and I come back to my meeting saying, oh, I was something important to solve and a definition. <laughs> so, it's, it's, um, my kids will always, I will always be there for them. And I know that my wife always will be there for them. So, um, it's the same with God. So, you don't need to have a special time. You don't need to have a schedule. It's good for discipline, but in the worst moment of your life, he always is going to be there. Yeah. Again, doesn't matter how dirty you are. Yeah. He always will be there for you as a daddy, okay? And, um, <laughs> and <laughs> my, my, my kids will kill me with this, but <laughs> <the> <laughs> how do you try to give a kiss and a hug to your kids when they are teenagers? So at my house, we have only teenagers at this stage, okay? So fr since 19 till um, 13, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember, too many kids, we have three. All of them teenagers, okay? So try, try to give them a hug or a kiss in front of their classmates or their friends. No, that's, that's, that's crazy. I don't know why. I think because they try to show that they, they don't have parents, <laughs> that they are just by themselves. <laughs> That they, they came from the moon to here, or, or, or they came from an egg. So, but, uh, so they, they're trying that, that they are enough. Actually, the other day, I was driving in the car, and, uh, and I was taking my kids to the school. And we had uh, the phone there in the car because we were talking with my family, with my grandmother and my auntie. Everybody was connected there in, uh, in the WhatsApp. Was like, you saw the movie Coco? When was all the family there? No, yeah, well, it's like movie Coco in the phone. All my grandmother and my auntie and everybody there. So uh, we get to the college. I'm not going to say the name of the college, so don't, to don't embarrass you. We get to the college drop-off parking area, and and she say, oh, okay, adios, adios, ciao, ciao, ciao. And then my daughter left the car, and uh, it was all the classmates there from the college there. And I pulled down the window. Bye, mija. Have a really great day. Have, a, have fun with your friend. Have fun with your friend. <laughs> and, and remember, Rivera are shoemakers, no musician. And put the, <laughs> and my daughter was looking at me. But 
No, but she's really good. She's proud to be a Latina, so it's not, a, it's not an issue. But I think trying to embarrass our kid is part of our job description as a parent. So it's, <laughs> we, we need to do it. It's part of our KPI to try to embarrass them. It's, it's what we need to do. But, but when I was thinking why they take this kind of attitude, I think it's because they, sometimes they feel that they are, not sometimes, always, they feel that they are too old for these expressions of love, of hugs and kisses to them. They say, ah, mama, papa, no, I'm too old for it. But actually, you're never old in front of their eyes of your daddy. So I met people that say, ah, I've been in church for so many years, or no, worship, that's not for me. Crying, no, that's not for me. I've been... <laughs> I've been in church for so many years. I met um, a few friends that they, again, they jump all the service and get to the message because ah, that's important, that's for me because it's more theological and more. So worship, no, that's for, no, it's uh, for newbies, not, not for me. But actually, God, as a daddy, as an Abba Father, is waiting for your worship. He's waiting for this two-way relation. He's waiting for your song, for your voice. Doesn't matter how you are. He's waiting for that. You are never too old for this kind of uh, love expression to create intimacy with God. So the last one. Uh, when I become, a, I become a father really young, and, uh, and I receive uh, Christianity as an heritage, really. So I grew up in a church. My dad, my parents was in a church. My grandfather's was in a church. So I say, ah, okay, so I should be in a church. Uh, but then I start to understand that I need to have a, a personal relation with God and this intimacy. And I hear many years ago about this daddy thing. And I said, and in that moment I learned, okay, so daddy sounds much better than Lord. Sounds much closer. And then I become a father. And on that moment I could understand many things that I wasn't able to understand before. So when I saw my kids when they was baby, um, and I saw them crying for their milk, and they knew that they would get their milk. Or when they was uh, crying because they need a change, they, they use nappies with no issues, 10, 12 during the day, <laughs> with no problems. They, they wasn't expecting, ah, should, should I be pr uh, worthy enough to have nappies today? No. <laughs> Or they don't have a count of how many nappies they need to use uh, or because I will need to pay for this uh, again uh, later on. They knew that it was there available for love. So in that moment, I understood grace, which is received from God for love. Not because you deserve it. Not because we deserve it. It's for love. So when I see my kids now opening the fridge and getting milk and asking for things, I said, this is the same way that God's work. I will give my life for them. So I understood that that's what actually Jesus did for us, for love. So understand Abba Father is understand how this deep relation is with us. And maybe you tonight say, okay, Renee, that sounds really good. But actually, it's not what I live. Is far away from my father was, my terrenal father. I never met my dad, or what is even worse, I met him, but I never have a hug from him or a relation with him. 
this message is for you tonight. It's for people that say, you know, Rene, I have this deep empty in my heart because I never received a hug. I never had this love. But you have a daddy at this stage, in this really moment, waiting for you with open arms. Doesn't matter how dearly your hands are. Doesn't matter where you've been. Doesn't matter if there is appointment for you or doesn't. Doesn't matter where you came from. He's here with open arms saying, I'm a daddy and I want to love you as a daddy. So a few years ago, I take a decision and say, okay, I want to become the adult that I need when I was a teenager or a kid. And on that moment, I said, okay, God help me in order to understand this. And what changed my life was the ability or the or become a father was with that I was able to understand God's love so I want to leave you this message tonight always is going to be better always is going to be more powerful daddy than Lord always it's going to be more powerful daddy than Lord. So a close relation and intimacy with him always will be more powerful than a Lord that is far away. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to be here tonight. Thank you because you provide us this time and moment to be with you tonight thank you for this message that you put in my heart to share with all my brothers and sisters thank you for all the people that is looking at us online thank you for your love thank you for being there with open arms help us to understand this love help us to be keen to receive that love from you and to understand that you want us and you love us more than we can ever imagine. We ask you for our families, for our parents that are far away. Help us to be a good daddy. Help us to be a good mommy. And thank you, Lord, for our church, for your church. Thank you. In your holy name, amen.